Because I had, what the I fuck do you I want, Pam? I'm waiting for a call. <laughs> I made a great joke. <laughs> <laughs> she a great big fat person? If you're going to tell those edgy jokes that you want to tell... Um... <laughs> <laughs> tell him, Steve, Dave. Hello and welcome to this week's edition of Tell Him, Steve, Dave. I look around the table, I only see one lonely face, Walt Flanagan. Hello. We got no BQ here today. No BQ, no guest stars. Um, it's I've all I've never been a fan of the two man pod. I don't know how Mike and Ming do it. I really don't know how. Well, I've all, I do badly. <laughs> <laughs> so do you? I, I just, yeah. I think it's a, it's such a disadvantage because if that three man uh, setup feel seemingly feels like somebody's always got something to. Um, add to the conversation so so you got to give it up for them there were there were, i mean if they had a third person right you know, th- yeah know history might, might listen to it yeah, you know <laughs> <laughs> well, you know i mean hi- history may have been uh, a different if they uh, had a third guy uh, yeah well, they did they did have um yeah you're saying the same exact thing <laughs> yeah i know I'm not, I'm not, that, that didn't come out right <laughs> but I, i'm just saying they are they um they have to vamp and do more in five minutes than we do though because they have, they're filling the role of three men. Uh, you could have stopped the at role <laughs> filling three men. I don't know who the other two are, but they're out there. Well, they had Mark for a while before he. That's before true. He yeah, that's right. Yeah, and people really look. You know, that, that was a good little team right there. Well, that's why, I like, like when Q's here, like I, I have a few things here that I know what you're going to say when I bring them up to you. Right. But if Q were here, I think you'd you know never what know he, if he's going to jump on me or jump on you. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, depending upon his mood, mm-hmm. you know, he may he may see also pick up on your vibes though, and feel like you need someone in your corner. Yeah, I don't think he ever thinks I need anybody in my corner. <laughs> You're too strong. He's. I don't know about that. I, I don't know, but yeah, I'm not saying that, but yeah, I don't know if he ever thinks that. Like, oh yeah, man, no, you're convicted he's... enough that you're like, I don't give a fuck <laughs> if you agree with me or not. I'll never change my mind. Uh, I did remember, remember uh, last week. I think it was. I told the story about the uh, the pizza delivery guy who was giving me a bunch of shit, and at the end, I called him a retard. Yes, uh, I remembered what it was that he said. The, the the final thing before I launched into the the very end, and that was uh, he he goes well I don't see what the problem is, and I said the the pizza's cold, and he goes well it's hot out there am I supposed to not turn on my air conditioning? <laughs> and then I turned Mary Beth and go, do you believe this fucking guy? I said no you get a fucking hot box like every other fucking pizza place on earth, and that's when he's just fucking staring at me, and he's like all right well and I'm just, <laughs> and I, I, I couldn't remember I then I remembered it and I was like fucking Jesus Christ this moron. I cannot believe, though, you're still thinking about it this but this many <laughs> weeks later. Though it's really, really alarming, though, when you really when you really come down to it, that you're still thinking about it. Slights perceived or real, never forgotten, never <laughs> forgotten. Most not real. Yeah, most of yeah. I agree with you there. You don't need me in your corner. I realize that. Uh, but I went to, um, and this this really signaled the death knell for for me going out to eat. I went out to uh, Texas Roadhouse. Yeah. Yesterday. Yeah, pretty decent place. I, I was just there on Sunday night. 
I well, wait a minute. That would have been yesterday. Been yesterday. Yeah, I was there in the afternoon. Okay, I was yeah. there later in the afternoon, uh, in the evening. I I look over, and there's a puppy in the sitting in the booth with with people. Service dog. Was it a service dog? A, ser- a service dog. A puppy is not a service dog. Sure, it could be. I don't think you so could put an age human, on it. I could put it. It could be an infant. The pu- it slept the entire. When I say puppy, like they must have snipped the umbilical cord right before they walked in. This thing was so. Is little. it a dog? It was a dog. Then it can be a service dog. I don't think that you could put an age on it. If Doesn't it's making that person feel better and, and doing its job, which is to calm down the person, I don't think it matters if it's a puppy or if it's like an old, these are two old yeller. Two different things. Oh, yeah, old yeller. <laughs> that, that would be my service dog. A dog with rabies, and I'm like, we got to put this fucking thing down. Uh, no, there's a difference between a service dog and an emotional support animal. Now, if you're telling me that you need emotional support to walk into a restaurant like Lone Star or whatever Some it is, people do. And eat there. Then don't come in. Then well, stay the fuck home. But if, why? I, I, I don't want dogs sitting in a booth next to me. Uh, you know what? Although that puppy was way better behaved than almost any kid I've ever seen. <laughs> so if you want to bring your puppies in place of kids, I would agree to that. Well, well that's like saying you wouldn't eat at my house because I have a dog, though. No, it's not. I go in understanding that. I go in understanding that I'm that I'm walking into a house that has two dogs. I go into a restaurant. I expect it to be just humans. Now, can I bring? You can't expect that anymore. Can I, can I bring any animal in I want? I know that Southwest allows you to bring uh, miniature ponies. Well, now you're, but now you're just trying to be like that, like that. Um, oh, that reasonable, rational person. No, yeah, no, yeah. no, no, no. You're just trying to be that kind of person that like. Um, like that, almost like a troll. You're kind of like, oh, I, okay. So you can bring your puppy in, then I'm going to bring in. Um, a porcupine. It's my soul. It's my. Um, what if it is though? I think there. What if a I think a dog is, is a dog is is accepted as man's best friend. I do think you have to in 2018. You're going to have to realize, or stay stay the fuck home then. You, oh, I've got it now. Chase um, me out. Um, is that you stay have to, to accept that service dogs are here to stay, unless something catastrophic happens, like let's say a service dog just goes. Oh, Ape shit. crazy and, and bites and bite somebody or does something really horrible. If there is no incidents, they're here to stay. And I really don't have a problem with them. So there can be dogs everywhere in Lone Star. Barking, it wouldn't bother bark, me. Barking, going after each other, that kind of shit. You know what? You may as well go fucking eat in PetSmart then. It's right in the same <laughs> plaza. I, I think it's I, insane. There's no standards anymore. I, I just think you have to be a little bit more understanding to. Why do I? Why do I? Well, or you don't, and then you stay home. Then, but why do I? Why? But why? But you don't ruin it. But you can't. But if they're, but if they're, if they're as a company, are saying like it's okay, and if you don't agree with it, then you don't have to. You, then you don't support that company. Then I agree. I agree, and it's it's rare. I mean, this is the first time I've seen a dog, but I guarantee it won't be the last time. And even if I'm not the guy, like, there's no fucking way you need an emotional support animal to go eat a meal on a plane. You, you have I know no idea. You have no idea what people are dealing okay, with. Okay, so though. then it's so then anything. So then she can bring him anywhere. A man do, who's a dog dealing barking with, in the movies. That's okay with you. I, I I've seen a little bit of emotional things that you need for your support over the course of the decades. Yeah, that you see me carrying a fucking dog everywhere I go. No, no. but I've seen. But it, handled, but like other a man, pe- I put my fucking fist through the wall. <laughs> <laughs> I think you need to be a bit more understanding of the everybody around you, and if that's what it takes. I mean, what's it so really just doing? Give it, so no matter what. So no matter what I like, I just have to constantly bend to society because they've deemed this the new normal where it's like, yes, we can all bring our pets to fucking lunch now. 
I don't even like teenagers going to, to lunch in pajamas. Those pajama pants and the fucking slippers I don't know they wear Is now. there anything that you like? I, mean, a, a, <laughs> I, I like people adhering to what I like. That's, that's mostly what I like. I'm just saying, I, I think that if you're going to go to a restaurant, come on, get out of your fucking pajamas. Enough. You're not cute. It's annoying. I don't even know what you're talking about. Girls are constantly walking around in pajama pants and fucking slippers at, a, at restaurants and shit or going to the store. Like they just, you sh- they just rolled out of bed. Are you sure that's just not a new fashion? It's like it's not really pajamas. It's just no, it's pajamas. cotton pants. It's pajamas. They look like they rolled right out of bed. They got bed head. They're in pajama pants. You know. Again, you. I mean, so now you're going to have a, a dress code at fucking Friendlies or or Wendy's. You're going to be like, uh, no, I'm not saying those kind of places. Jean- a place where if I'm going to spend, say, for three people, I'm going to spend forty dollars plus on a meal. No, I don't want to see you in your fucking pajamas, and I don't want your fucking dog being next to me. I don't even want your kids there. No. If they're screaming, like if, said, if the kids are cool, so I sat down to the same uh, the same restaurant. These other people sat around, sat down right next to us. Three little kids, perfectly behaved. Nobody's screaming, nobody's going nuts. They're I think, talking, they're coloring like normal kids. What you, what, if you are looking for the dining experience, I believe you need to start going to much more classier places. Though these are family restaurants, and the family now in twenty eighteen includes the fucking dog. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I, I, I've always okay. thought I, I, I would never had a problem. I always want to bring my dog everywhere I go with me. But now you can. I can, but I won't because yeah. I, I can't trust him. He loves food. He loves people he would eat more than food. more than listening to me. He loves those two things. I think he would be <laughs> he would be a nightmare, and I would never. Are you do describing it. me or your dog? <laughs> <laughs> well, for, you don't love people. <laughs> That's obvious. But you know, I'm saying I just I would. I mean, as a kid, I wanted to bring my dog everywhere. I just wanted that like that um, that classical like you know American uh, what's it called like uh, Mark Twain painting? Mark Mark Twain was it Mark Mark, Mark Twain. Twain? Is it Mark Twain? I don't like know. You like, like a Rockwell. And, and, and the uh, dog comes with you, and it's just like the dog's always with you 24-7. It's, uh, it's literally like a like a brother to you or a sister. Mm-hmm. That's what I've always wanted. Now in 2018, we're moving towards that now. All right. I mean, I don't know what to say. I, I don't, it's just corporations, especially dining, like restaurants, they're – I guess they don't do as well as they used to. So now they're just trying to like grasp at anything to bring in those diners. Because you know what? If you told that person like, hey, you can't have your dog here, you're right. Somebody would go on social media and it would turn into a whole thing where people would pile on – what what is it? Texas Roadhouse. Yeah. Uh, and they would be the assholes. When in reality, it's like – and again, the dog didn't cause a problem, but it does set a dangerous precedent, I think. Because can I bring my fucking pit bull in there? Uh, well, Can I? I mean, you want to sit next to me when I have my pit bull, and I'm like, nah, he's fine. Again, my Rottweiler. I, I believe that w- unless something uh, horribly goes wrong at one of these places where there's a lot of people, and uh, you're bringing a mix, mixing in now your service dog, and if something goes wrong, yeah, then we'll see. Uh, we'll see something. Uh, somebody come has down to, the pike. So of, somebody has to get disfigured in order for people to be like, "Why the fuck do we let dogs in restaurants in the first place? This is bizarre." Hey, we didn't have seatbelts on cars until people, a lot of people somebody got disfigured and killed. Yeah, yeah. So then we had to change shit. That's true. Except we never had dogs in restaurants, and now we're like, "Hey, let's test the waters for some reason." <laughs> fuck all of you. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not going out to eat anymore unless I go to Char, which is the the only restaurant that never lets me down. I never go in there and have to deal with a screaming kid or a fucking dog who may piss all over the place. It's a puppy. It would be no fault of his own. 
But he didn't, though. He didn't, but you don't know. He might take a shit. But you, you got a, but he a super didn't, smeller, though. it'll knock you right on your ass. <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> I think until, you, until you, you're, you're making up scenarios that could happen, you just got to wait for them to happen. And then you can finally say, I was right. Yeah. Then you can say you're right. But until then. I can't wait. Yeah, you can't. You really, all you do, all you really come off sounding as, it's just angry, bitter, bro, old bry. So until, no, until status quo. <laughs> until until you're proven right, and then you can, then you get on your mountain, uh-huh. and you scream it at the top of your lungs that you were right. I told you these cur were the root of all our dining problem. <laughs> Puppy was super cute. wasn't like slept the entire time, but it did make me think since it wasn't a service dog, it didn't have the vest and all that shit. That it's like so. This is now what people can do. I guess. It is, yes. All right, so if I have an Irish wolfhound. Again, you just keep saying if, if, if. My neighbor has two. I'm going to bring her to lunch, and I'm going to tell her to bring her dogs to (laughs) to Texas Roadhouse, and we'll see how it plays, just because it's not a cute little puppy. Uh, I mean, you... What will it prove then? If you get in, will you be like, what, what then? If you if they say no, what then? What happens? If they say no? If they say no, what do you I'm do? I'm like, I was in here last week and someone had a dog. What, what's the policy here? We've changed that policy. No more dogs? No more dogs. Right, Unless well, they're service dogs. I'm going to go wait in the car to the lady and then have lunch. Let's see. I had, I had a few things written down, none of which you will fucking care about. Uh, you know. <laughs> so why'd you write them down then? Because if Q were here, I knew he would care about them. Really? Yeah. There was, a, there was this thing. Is I it did, celebrity shit? Uh, it is celebrity <laughs> shit. I don't think he cares about it. I think you, I think you uh, misjudge his level of interest he's, in, no, in he's celebrities. He's not that interested, but I'll make him be interested for the sake of myself. Because I want him – I know you'll never be interested no matter how much I talk about it. But – uh, out of guilt, he'll be interested. Out of guilt. Of yes. <laughs> Instead of just choosing the topics that you don't have to guilt the other members into talking about? You can't just talk with Mary Beth about these topics? Oh, I do. That's how you should have brought tonight. What's up? Mary Beth. Brought her. Your new girl. That would have been an interesting episode, though. Yeah. She was um, – I, I told her, I was like, Walt, I, like, I wouldn't be surprised if Walt wanted to ask you some stuff on the show. And then she started like naming stuff, like stuff that I had forgotten about. And I was like, nah, you can't come on. <laughs> I, I don't know what the insane. She goes, she goes, well, you kind of are a little. And I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, there was like stuff that she was mentioning. I was like, holy shit, I totally forgot about that. But so maybe. you, so you, um, in an effort to, what's the matter with the levels? No, they just, uh, for some reason, the time jumped. Like the, it just like blinked, but it's still going. Uh, um, so in an effort to, um, to what's uh, what's it called? Make make your um, your public image mm-hmm. uh, a little gotta, bit I mean, kinder and gentler. You won't. You won't. You're not going to allow Mary Beth to speak on on mic. She could. She could talk. I, I, you know. You just go over a little, you know, a little, uh, t- a little, um, little practice. Yeah. <laughs> I'm run some questions by you that Walt's probably going to ask. <laughs> Let's see how you do. Uh, no, you won't care about any of this. Oh, uh, you may just actually care about this thing though. Um, well, they're also old. Like when I write stuff down, uh, like Jimmy Fallon paid for some rich person's meal. It was like a thousand dollar bill and Jimmy Fallon paid for it. And he was like, because they look so happy and they were having such a good time. And it reminded me of the friendlies thing that you were talking about, except like the waiters were having such a good time. They're high fiving and shit. Right. Oh, so did Jimmy Fallon, uh, did he, did he know it was a rich person he was paying for? Well, I, it was a big party and, uh, I think it was a fancy restaurant. 
And he's like, oh, so, he had to, oh, so he had to realize this person at this restaurant probably would have no problem paying for There's the meal. There's no puppies in this restaurant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so this guy is, yeah, he's, he's able to pay. Why the fuck do you pay for another rich person's meal? And why, why do you, do, why do you tout it? Time? Yeah. Did you t- have to tout it. Yeah. <laughs> you can't not tout it anymore. Somebody has to leak it. It has to be like on Twitter, like, hey, here's what Jimmy Fallon did. But doesn't he have a team of people that is like, you know, Jim, don't tout this because you're going to come across as like, why don't you pay for somebody who's destitute for a meal? Yeah, why there's, you- there's some jerk off out there who's going to call you out on it. <laughs> <laughs> he's calling out dogs and he's calling out dogs in Texas Roadhouse. You don't think he's going to call you yeah, out? What chance do you have? <laughs> <laughs> As if Jimmy Fallon isn't the biggest dick sucker in the business to begin with. Like, there's no he fucking knob he won't polish to a fucking like mirror. Oh yeah. Like, oh, he's one of those. He's like one of those rah rah guys. He's not one of those guys that's going to. He'll never ask the. the he never ask the tough the question. Part. He's the guy that got in kind of trouble for messing up Trump's hair, right? Uh, he took a lot of heat for that for humanizing Trump. For humanizing Trump, yeah. But I think this is prior to like people really hating Trump. I mean, they didn't like him before, mm-hmm. but then they start to really hate him. Oh well, yeah. Well, as soon as um, they thought he was going to win, they thought he was a, a joke leading up to that. They were like, "This is right. like the ha ha ha." The Republicans are putting up Trump. They're going to get trounced, and then and they were like, "What the shock of all shocks?" Then of course now you're into fucking beast mode. You're ready to you're, you're tearing right. I mean, you're, the, the other side's just like, uh, okay, it's on we're gonna yeah. destroy we're gonna destroy anybody that even fucking smiled at trump or took a picture with trump you know right yeah forget, forget that for for the longest time he was a person that like people liked like they liked to dislike him uh, like when he was on the apprentice uh he was a huge personality in the 80s and the 90s with all the building yeah. and shit i never like, i never understood i never understood the appeal of it. even before all this he just i mean he's that, a douchebag you're fired it was yeah. just so corny it was so corny but why does jimmy fallon though doesn't not realize though that like he's going to take it on he's he's going to be criticized up and down left and right for t- picking up the tab of a rich person's meal, right? It's go- why would you tell the world that not the world, but why would you tell your followers or whoever that you did that though? What is right. it? Well, he didn't he tell anyone funny? directly. Oh, he didn't. No, I'm sure the you know an unnamed source or the waiter or somebody was like maybe the person who who he bought the meal for felt the need to leak it. People can't just do something; they got to do right. it and tout it. Yeah. Ever touting? I mean, I there's care. some things you should tout. Right. There's other things, you know. Well, I, I guess, and you know, I take that back. Then, I mean, I, I thought he was like he was so foolish to think that people would think it's funny or it was a good move by his fault on on his end. But no, but really, I, but I'm sure when it came out, he wasn't like, oh no. Uh, oh, I, really? You don't think he's smart enough to realize? Oh fuck! No. Oh fuck! No. I'm not going to deal with this for a week. No, because he was like, yeah, at best a week, um, right? Or a couple days, unless something else, you know, unless Trump says something that yeah. takes the. But heat I mean, open. he gave a fucking quote, so he must have known. Yeah. He was like, "Oh, I was having such a good time. I just, you know, made me so happy. I just had to give a thousand dollars to an already rich person. <laughs> fucking dickhead. Fuck you." Um, Pete Davidson. I had something about. I know you don't know who that is. Yeah. Um. Is that a rapper? No, he's a P. Davidson. Doesn't a, it sound like a rapper? A, he's a quote comedian. End quote. Okay. Um, Is his first name P? No, Pete. Oh, Pete. Pete. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah. Um, what else did I have here? Uh, would you be upset if uh, you found out somebody burned a four color demon flag in protest? Like you know, people burn the American flag. 
I would be very upset. Yeah. Someone did that? No, they didn't. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was just wondering. <laughs> Why? Well, I was like, uh-huh. they listened to uh, something on Patreon they didn't like? And yeah, they like, flag? Yeah. yeah, maybe they listened to a tidbits that they, they, <laughs> oh, they felt man. like fell I, short. Yeah, I, I, I thought they were. I mean, I was waiting, just waiting for those videos to pop up yeah. after tidbits, too. Uh, I thought people were going to start burning all the uh, all the apparel. Yeah, you and, want them back. You want them back. Um, I guess people – yeah, I saw that. Uh, that The reaction uh, – from some people about that. They're not all going to be grand slams. Most of them, unless it's the Sunday Jeff show. Oh no, no, no. I, mean, I, was, I, was, I wasn't talking about that. I was talking about uh, the reaction to Nike um, announcing their new, uh, I guess a spokesman uh, in Colin Kaepernick. Right. And I see, you know, both, you know, again, it's just politics, man. It's just, it was so boring. It's like mm-hmm. one side's going to uh, celebrate that they hired him. The other side's going to, Denounce uh, Nike's hiring of them, and then the people in the middle are just like, "Who the fuck cares?" You know, yeah. you know, either you'll either you're going to buy Nikes or not, and they don't care who the sponsor is. I don't buy Nikes because I don't like the way they fit. My my feet are too wide. I got a bunion or a corn, maybe. I don't know. They don't they don't feel good. You got flat feet. Yeah. I mean, no high arches. Pro high arches. Fuck yeah. Um, I did wonder though. You're, did, you're, does the army still not take people with flat feet at this point when when there's <laughs> I mean, they can't be that discerning, can they? At this stage of the game, I mean, in 2018, they can't be like no. checking for flat feet anymore. Can no, they? like back when, like in, like say World War II, when when kids were like 15, 16, lying about their age so they could go over and fight the Jerry's <laughs> and shit. Then they might be like, ah, you got flat feet, we don't need you because it was a surplus of people. Today, where people are like, I don't know, <laughs> you know, a lot of people are like, there's no draft. I wonder yeah. why they couldn't. Take like, I got people. flat feet, but I really want to fight for Uncle Sam. Yeah, I wonder why the army was like no flat feet. Was it because they couldn't march a lot? I mean, what was the? Uh, could be. I couldn't march a lot. You couldn't? No, not with pronated arches. My feet hurt. You know. Now. Now I don't know. Even back then, like in my thirties. But yeah, you, well, you fucking. I got news for you. Even if you didn't have fucking high arches in your thirties, they wouldn't have took you, though. Yeah, probably. I'm talking probably about not. when you're in your teens. So in my teens, no, I don't think so. I think I would have been in good enough shape. And- yeah. And I don't have any other. I didn't have any other health things. So yeah, they probably would have taken me. Mm. Yeah. I got five feet. Yeah, I know. That's what kept you out. You were fucking. No, no. You were no, itching no, the joint after no. uh, World Trades went down. But when they, no, no. When uh, I, I guess when all that shit with uh, that first time with um, Gaddafi was going on. Oh yeah. There was, there was rumors Libya, Libya oh, that they, uh, that they, they were going to be Pan American flight. Uh, back in the eighties, yeah, yeah. yeah like well, the, and plus they had the, the army barracks um, bombing and everything. Mm-hmm. There was uh, there was a lot of uh, banging the war drums on the news, and they were like, you know, we could go to war. And I was like, oh my god, um, could you imagine if they had a draft? And, could you and, imagine if I had normal my, feet? <laughs> and my mom and my mom goes, don't worry about it. You got flat feet. You can't go. And I was just like, really? I was like, so happy to be. Oh yeah, to be deformed. Say, yeah, I don't know about deformed, but so happy you're to deformed. have. Deformed. Your, your feet aren't normal, so technically you're deformed. Hey, I'm deformed too. I know that's a my, knee, my knees are bowed a little bit. You know, to say well, you didn't run to Canada. Yeah. You couldn't have been too flat. <laughs> but I know that's horrible. But I, w- I mean, my God, if there was, I wouldn't want to go to war. That's insane. Can you imagine? You know? I was, I, it's so weird you should say that because I've been listening to a, um, a book about uh, the Vietnam War, like an audiobook. Right. And I was thinking, like, if Walt were drafted into the Vietnam War, would he? You, would you die? Of starvation, maybe the only soldier to ever die of starvation, because, oh, like, the unless rations, they're a POW. Yeah. Well, no, the food in general, mm-hmm, yeah. shit on a shingle. I, I mean, I, I probably Gross. would have um, 
snake soup probably over there in Vietnam? I probably would have. Like, I mean, I know, I know it's shocking, but I probably would have gone into some sort of like mental distress before even getting there. That that would somebody I'd get be, him a dog. <laughs> maybe use, I'd be useless to because I would be so like paralyzed with like fear and anxiety. I would be. You know, I would be, I would be. Yeah, useless. you got shell shock. They're like, "What happened to this soldier?" They're like, uh, "Someone wanted him to eat a bowl of cereal." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't know how guys did that shit. You t- you tip your hat to them because I'm like, you probably that have shit's it. terrifying. And then they come back terrifying. and they're like, "You piece of shit." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like kind of the early sort of like they they there were a certain number of soldiers that did fucked up shit, you know, raped and killed people and did stuff you're not supposed to do even in war. And they gave the bad name to everyone who when coming back, people are spitting on them, calling them baby killers, all that well, shit. And you're I mean, like, "Yo, was man." A, it <laughs> was uh, I mean, we weren't alive back then, but that that was I mean, to say it was sure we were. Well, I mean, we were too young to really get the 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 weight of the of the uh of the country, like to take the pulse. We couldn't, we didn't know what it was like back then. No, I mean, we were no. watching cartoons and shit, but I, I do remember very, very, go ahead. No, no go ahead. Otherwise I, you'll forget. Ahead, no, I, um, I remember very, very late in it. People talking about this guy who lived two doors down from me dying over there. Wow. Uh, Patak, his name, his last name was Patak. I can't remember his first name, but I do re- like, I was like five or four or something. I remember them talking about him. Dying. I mean, we're talking about like, like what was it 50 years, 40 years ago? But I mean, there, there's still guys going over there now. And I mean, it's, it's shit. People are dying. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, that in 2018, it's, this is how we like countries. Well, not even, I guess it's not countries, but you know, it's still solved by, you know, like who could kill the most people. Yeah. As if it matters. Oh, you, unless you have a nuke, you're not going to kill enough people. Several nukes really. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's like, they, they, it, 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 it makes no fucking sense. Uh, Asia Argento, I had down the, the uh, co-founder of the Me Too movement, who uh, turned oh. around. Turns out she had a, a couple, of, a little skeleton in her closet, seven, a skeleton of a seventeen-year-old boy. Yeah, I don't know what that is, but I thought you were talking about Di Argento. I thought you were talking about that Italian horror director, uh, Dario Argento. It's his daughter. Oh, it is his daughter. Yeah. Oh, there's a connection. Yeah, yeah. This is his daughter, and she is uh, she somebody that. Is this nepotism? Is this how she got her? Uh, I don't know. Let's not judge nepotism too harshly. Let's move on from that. <laughs> I'm sure she got her foot in the door because of him, but she's an accomplished actress and she's directed oh, yeah? some stuff. Yeah. What did she direct it? Uh, I'm not all sure. Like, shit? Probably well. shit that I would never watch. Um, but she was uh, uh, early on with the Me Too movement. She was big into the uh, uh, accusing Harvey and shit. And uh, well, not accusing him, but like sort of outing Harvey. And um, then it turns out that she, uh, I guess, some years ago, she uh, she banged this 17-year-old kid. And, oh, no, holy shit, I haven't even been keeping up. Now Asia Argento and fucking Rose McGowan are fighting. Jimmy Bennett, Asia Argento hits out at Rose McGowan's false claims following Jimmy Bennett's sexual assault allegations against her. You haven't been keeping up? I, I don't even know what you're talking about. I mean... <laughs> Yeah. These names, yeah. I well, thought you were going to say Jimmy. I thought you were going to say Jimmy Fallon again. Yeah, I'm like, hey, did you hear about this guy? <laughs> uh, no, let me see what Asia Argento has done. No, uh, Asia Argento and, and Rose McGowan. How do you say your name? Asia. Asia, like Argento. the country. Yeah, like the continent. Well, the I mean. continent yeah. yeah. How could you? Uh, let's see. Asia Argento. 
But she and Rose McGowan, you know, started the Me Too movement, and I guess. I think the movement's bigger than those two people. I mean, I don't even I've never even heard of either one of them. So, but I've heard of the movement though. So I don't think the movement will be affected by this at all. Oh no, you don't think it makes some people like who are a part of not that have heard of it, but who are like committed to it are like so. Wait a second. So she. No, because I think it's like I think it's like you said with the just like you said with the war though it's like you know some bad apples uh, did some. Yeah, it's fifty percent are bad apples who started it though. Like you can't go up there on a podium and be like, "Here, Harvey Weinstein is a piece of shit, and here's why." Well, though, and then turn people, around and be but like, "Those people can't," but there are people who can. No, oh, sure, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I don't think that's what I'm saying. I don't think I don't think it will hurt the movement at all though. No. They'll just they'll just cast them aside and move on. I guess so. I don't know. She's she's been in a whole bunch of shit you never heard of. Actress, Land of the Dead, maybe. She's oh, she only does horror movies like her dad. No, no, no. She's been in a whole bunch of stuff as far as acting, but like a lot, none of this shit I've ever heard of. Well, maybe like the Texas Roadhouse, you're not the demo they're going after. Yes, you know? yes, I agree with that. Yeah. yeah. Alicia, who's your favorite X Man? Yeah. Well, come on, you've seen the movies. Who's your I favorite X Men? Don't know any of them. You don't know any of the X Men. I'll tell you right now, the, the coolest X-Man in the world is Logan Wolverine. He's the guy with the claws. Mm-hmm. And they're finally doing a Wolverine podcast. That's cool. Can you, I, I've sent you some information to, to pique your interest because I'll be telling you a little bit of history about the Wolverine, even though you got these talking points. Luckily, the people who have hired us to talk about Wolverine, they didn't realize they got, a, they got a guy who's so versed in Wolverine talking about it tonight with you. There's nobody uh, maybe on the planet who's more qualified to talk about Wolverine than I am. He's a berserker. He's like this guy who's like a mutant, he's, and he's, uh, he has this he- healing factor. So like if he gets shot, a bullet hole, it just it heals instantly. He also has an adamantium-laced skeleton. How cool is that? That's really cool. Um, you know what adamantium is? Nope. It's the strongest metal known to man. It, it, it can't be broken. That's cool. I'm telling you. like when I fir- And also what he, a Wolverine has is claws. So when he, he has these three claws in, on his wrists, on, his, uh, on the outside of his palms of his hands, yeah. on, the backs, on the back of his hands, I should say, not the palms of his hands, on the back of his hands. And when he clicks them or what he does or he like makes them pop it makes a noise that goes snicked and the claws pop out and they're razor sharp and he slices and dices and he's really one of the first anti-heroes to ever come on the scene at marvel comics he was the guy that kind of like he killed like before wolverine well there was the punisher he was kind of before wolverine slightly but a superhero that killed bad guys I know I could just – it's blowing your mind right now. It is. Tell, tell the people a little bit about the Wolverine podcast. It's, <laughs> it's Marvel's first scripted podcast and it's out now for free online and in all your podcast apps. Listen to Wolverine, The Long Night, for free in Apple's podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Or visit WolverinePodcast.com for more info. I'm going to tell you something. I was a little bit younger than you when I first read my first X-Men comic book. And 
I want it to be Wolverine. I used to go around like putting I'd tape pencils to the back of my hands and I would go out in the backyard and I would like slice at the trees. Grammy would get mad at me and tell me, you know, like, you know, stop taking the bark off that tree. You're no you're no Wolverine. Mm. Right? How cute is that? That's pretty cute. (laughs) (laughs) Right? I'm I'm sure I mean if you could be any X Men, who would you be? I think I'd have to go with Wolverine. You know that Wolverine's a girl now? No. Yeah, yeah, there's a there there's been a his I think it's his daughter now has become Wolverine. She's she's kind of got the healing factor too and uh she and she's called X23. You I'm telling you, I got to get you in the comic books, right? I mean yeah, maybe. What, what's your favorite comic book character? What's your favorite com- well, actually what's your what's your favorite comic book movie that I ever took you to see? I guess Guardians of the Galaxy. Well, this podcast we're talking about, it's like a movie without pictures. Uh-huh. I, I went and lo- watched the YouTube video. They filmed it. I mean, they uh, recorded it in a studio, like a real studio. And they got sound effects. They got music. Um, they've got this va- this voice actor who really brings Wolverine to life. I mean, mm-hmm. and comic book fans, they could be known for being a little um, cranky. And they get very possessive, and they're they're prone to like getting on the internet and, and complaining if something is done not to their satisfaction. But I kind of got the feeling that they're going to love this. They're going to love this rendition. It's called Wolverine the what? The Long Night. Wolverine the Long Night. Oh man, I, I, I can't. I, I've always wanted to uh, live in a world where, for free, I could just download a Wolverine podcast. Well, give me some more information about it. (laughs) The script was written by a comic book author, Benjamin Percy, and the podcast was directed by Brendan Baker from the podcast Love and Radio. Now, I got to tell you, that's the only thing I'm disappointed in is it's like, why wasn't I asked to be involved in the Wolverine? I mean, who's I mean, I'm I'm sure this guy's qualified, but I mean, I love Wolverine. I could have helped out with this podcast. For real. Right? I mean, oh, you ever see you know, what Wolverine looks like? You know what his color his costume is? I'll give oh. you three. How did you know that? Because, I mean, I know of it. I'm so impressed right now. You knew his costume was yellow. Yeah. Now, a lot of a lot of characters, they can't pull off a yellow costume and still look tough. Wolverine can. Mm-hmm. His, his, his favorite word, bub. Oh. You know, like he calls people bub. Okay. <laughs> All right. Finish it up. Okay. Um... It's it's like ten o'clock at night. I I, I I got you out of bed to read this, and that's why you're you're not on the RA game. Okay. Um, the story is that two Asians investigate a string of. Murders. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Did that say really say that? Two Asians. And no agents. Oh, okay. I was gonna say, wow. Why would they even specify that? <laughs> no, two agents investigate a string of murders in Alaska, and their primary suspect is a drifter named Logan. Um, Shh, spoilers. Oh, that's, yeah. that's Wolverine, oh. bub. Um, <laughs> the whole podcast was recorded with an ambisonic microphone that captures 360 degrees of audio and totally constructs an immersive world of sound around you. Um, so if Wolverine is fighting someone on the floor, you hear the sound beneath you as if you're standing oh, over. It's like virtual reality yeah. without the virtual. 
Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, though, I, I mean, I, I really hope, like, I know Marvel's not going to come knocking on the door uh, of, of our podcast um, to let us take a crack at a character. But if there's any, like, smaller companies out there, I mean, we got Jay Sarge in the bullpen, ready to write a score. Um, I've got, I've got Giddem, who could voice a, a, a character, uh, Sunday Jeff. I mean, I, I, some independent comic book companies out there, if you want the TSD, rendition of your character we could do we could do your version of the long night just like the, these guys are doing wolverine i know i'm kind of like i'm not really selling this then if i'm talking about doing somebody else's but i'd love a crack at doing something like this these guys are lucky but you know what they're qualified they got the job and uh, more and, and all the best of, of luck to them yep. where can they go is there any last list bit of information they can go to wolverinepodcast.com and watch the behind the scenes video on YouTube. And where can they go to listen? wolverinepodcast.com. Oh, everything's there. It's all one stop. Uh, uh Well, they can go to they can find it on Spotify, on Apple, on iTunes. Yeah. And I'm I, I'm guessing it's going to be like a serialized thing, so like you're going to keep coming back week after week. Mm-hmm. And listening, and I'm sure it's going to be like a mystery as these two agents. I'm, I'm almost positive that Wol- that Logan didn't commit the murders, and then Wolverine is going to solve the murders. Okay. You know, I mean, I'm not. I mean, I'm not. I don't think I'm, I'm going out on a limb here. That, uh, gotta that listen to find but out. you got yeah, listen to find out and um, check it out. Wolverine: The Long Night. Give it a shot. Yep. Casper Lee. I mean, it's pretty obvious that uh, we have built a pretty great relationship with Casper. They know what we can do. They know that we're loyal Casper enthusiasts. Let's let's just deliver the goods because um, let's deliver the goods and then Casper will deliver the real goods right to people's front doors. That was almost like that was written for me. That was just right off the cuff. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Casper products are cleverly designed to mimic human curves, providing supportive comfort for all kinds of bodies. The original Casper mas- mattress combines multiple supported memory foams for a quality sleep surface with the right amounts of both sink and bounce. Casper offers two other mattresses, the Wave and the Essential. The Wave features a patent-pending premium support system to mirror the natural shape of the body, and the Essential has a streamlined design at a price that won't keep you up at night. Affordable prices, Casper offers affordable prices because it cuts out the middleman and sells directly to you. Take a breath. You're like, that's like one long breath. That was like one long run on sentence. Come on, man. Casper deserves better than that. Well, Casper also offers hassle-free returns if you're not completely satisfied. And they deliver right to your door in a small, how do they do that, size box. I think that is one of the best aspects of the Casper experience. It, it defies reason why it's fun to see a mattress slowly come out of a box the way it does. But I'm telling you, it can. I mean, it, they sh- people should be videotaping it and put and posting it online because it's that the I, I know. But to do it in person though is a hundred times better to watch a video of a, of a Casper mattress slowly coming out of a box. Get $50 towards select mattresses by visiting casper.com slash TESD using promo code TESD at checkout. That's better. Bring it on home.
know what that means? It means finish. Yeah. It. <laughs> you know what I mean? It means finish it. Terms finish the ad. Conditions apply. That's important. That's important. Oh. Any any, any code? Any any money off? Just said you can get fifty dollars towards select mattresses by visiting Casper.com slash T S D. That's T. That's E. That's S. And that's D. And terms and conditions apply. Any last thoughts? Any last little bull? Anything that we must read on here? Anything about personal experience? Anything about uh? No, no. we've covered it. Oh, I mean, we all have Caspers, and they're pretty good. So. Oh, come on! You can you can deliver a lot. You can deliver a, a a testimonial better than that. I sleep on a Casper mattress every night, and I want to go back to it right now. <laughs> Pretty good. That was excellent. I mean, that, you're probably thinking that every moment of the day. You're not just saying that because we're, you're, no. you don't want to get through this ad. You're just saying your Casper is so, so comfortable that you just want to get back to it. At any point in the day, you'd rather be in the Casper. Yep. Than be in school, be with your friends, nothing. It's It's all pales. To exactly. sleep it on that Casper. Yep. Let me just make sure you covered everything. What's in that yellow? All that. that I said, like, all the highlights. Oh, good. You didn't address these. Do not address following under any circumstances. Bullet points. Good. I'm glad you didn't mention those. Mm-hmm. I think that's it. I think we're done. Um, host must voice. You can be sure of your purchase with Casper's. You said that. I think we're good. Okay. All right. Say good night. Good night. Good night. Uh, we have somebody here, Walt. Long yes. time aunt. Uh, this is a rarity that we have a, a listener on, and we haven't met him before. His name is Joff Joffrey Locke. What's what's your uh, what's your name on uh, on Twitter? Uh, the phonetic spelling is J A W F R E L O K. That is a fucking radio voice. Let me tell you why I already don't like the guy. He's got the best <clears throat> voice of all of us. He's got he's got a better voice than me, and he's in better shape than I am. <laughs> uh, but he has uh, what what exactly do you have? You have angioimmunoblastic T T cell lymphoma. All right. To me and you, that's cancer, blood cancer. Correct. Right. Can you say? Um, wasn't she a great big fat person? Wasn't she a great big fat person? Yeah. Remember in uh, Silence of the Lambs, when he, he, at the <laughs> very end, when, doesn't no. he sound like Buffalo Bill? Oh, I'd like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fuck me. Yeah. Right, I'm going to I'm gonna have to lower a few registers to compete. So, yeah, yeah, I, I, can, I yeah. can bring it up. Yeah. Can you? Yeah, can you talk like a little girl for me? <clears throat> I don't know about that, but I'll try to talk like this maybe. Or I, I, it yeah. still sounds amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah pretty good You're, voice. Uh, yeah, that's, a, that's like... That's like um, tra- movie trailer voice right there. I always tried to get into it, but it's very difficult. You're like, in a world where Mike and Ming had a third guy. <laughs> I mean, you really went out to for the movie trailer business? I, I, well, I tried for voiceovers or voiceover acting and? for a while. It, it's really difficult to get into because once somebody gets into it, they're doing it forever. Yeah, you got the voice, though, man. Wow. No. Yeah. It's not too deep, you think? Maybe a little too deep. I tried to win the, uh, <laughs> way back when the competition for the voiceovers, and then uh, was it Johnny Schramm that won? Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I'm old school. Johnny so. Schramm. <laughs> yeah, you've been around a while, and yes, if you could come down, unfortunately, Q isn't here today, but you're sitting in the coveted Q seat. Sweet. Um, so, so when did you, how old are you? 46. Just 46. 46, actually. 
And you found out that you had this when? How old were you? Uh, June of last year. So a little bit better than a year. Mm-hmm. How did you know? Uh, I had this absolutely disgusting, like you'd imagine to be a goiter on the side of my neck. Yeah. Uh, just growing out. And they thought it was just, you know, some sort of a, you know, lymph node issue. Went to see somebody once, then, you know, went back and... Uh, that finally, when they decided to do a, a, a biopsy, they found out it was lymphoma. <clears throat> Walt said, uh, you know, I told him you were coming in, and he said he feels no sympathy for you. He's like, you shouldn't have smoked then. Well, you shouldn't not. have smoked. Were you a smoker? No. No? <laughs> it's blood cancer, you said, right? Yeah. Now, what do they – okay, so you find out, and obviously you're like, fuck, this sucks. Yeah what's the next step? Like they just tell you what to do basically. Like this is what, this is the treatment plan we got for you. Yeah. As soon as, as soon as they identified it, I was in the hospital, uh, within probably two weeks to start my first round of chemotherapy at the uh, uh, Yukon. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty fast once they realize it and they realize how kind of advanced it was though. Lymphoma can be more advanced than others. They wanted to get me in instantaneously. So it's like almost in a day they find out it's cancer and then you're, you're in a hospital within yeah. like the, the week. Do you have decent uh, health insurance? Oh, I have uh, the one that everyone hates because uh, I don't have a job anymore. So I get uh, was it, it like Husky it? Health in Connecticut, but uh, it's uh, it basically takes care of everything. Like a state sponsored, yeah. yeah, yeah. Good for you, man. Rather my money going to that than to the bullshit you see it going to. Well, that's why I always say something like when they talk about all these people who are taking advantage of the system. If I didn't have this thing, I would either be dead or I'd be in debt. Like a million dollars, I think, is what my doctor told me, because these procedures are just out of, outrageously expensive. Right. <clears throat> hmm. What do you say, Walt? I don't know. <laughs> do you? Uh, are you a religious guy? Mm, uh, faith, but no, I'm not religious at all. No, no. Don't go to church. No, like, and you didn't start. I, I did when I was a kid, but then like I mean, most... you didn't start after you found out. You oh no, like... no, no. My beliefs are still the same. God doesn't have it out for me. I just got cancer. Huh. It um, would be better for the show if I said I, I was mad. <laughs> I, honestly, I thought you'd be crying by now. Yeah, I'm madder <laughs> at a puppy <laughs> oh, yeah. at Texas Roadhouse. Yeah. Do, you hear, do you listen to me and say, like, this guy need, needs to get some perspective? Or do you say, he's just he's unstable? What are you going to do? You, yeah. specifically? Yeah. No, I, I typically agree with a lot of the shit you say. I find it interesting because there's a lot of me in you and then a lot of me in him. I am like very anti-social. I have severe social anxiety. So like when I, like one time you, the previous year or two years ago, when you showed up to um, the Mohegan sun and Mike and Ming were there and Mike busted my chops, I realized I just need to walk away. <laughs> when, when Mike's the one gagging on me and making me look like an idiot, I was like, well, okay. I just, what did he say to you? I, I think I leaned over, said something stupid to you, like, just keep it up, man. It's awesome. You know, keep on doing what you're doing. And then Mike said something like, oh, that's great advice. And I just thought, oh, my God, I just was like burned by Mike Zapsick. I, I, yeah. I told Q the other day, I was like, I, I saw somebody tweet something and I was going to tweet something back that I thought was funny, but would be considered super offensive. Right. And I was like, before I did it, I was like, what would Walt and Q do? And then I was like, well, Walt would go under a totally different name and not even admit that it's him. <laughs> and Q would definitely not, Q would definitely not tweet this. And then I didn't really, I Good job. Good solid. Yeah. I showed some restraint. I was kind of proud of myself. I did, I did tell, I did tell Troy though. <laughs> I had to tell Troy. 
Um, hey, you know what? Let me get your your uh, opinion on this because Sage started school uh, the other day. Your girl started school, right? Yeah. And they send the attendance policy. Well, first they sent this um, they sent this questionnaire. And they ask a bunch of questions about her and her family and her, her home life, what her favorite shows are, all this other stuff. Really? Yeah. Like, Seems a bit uh, in- invasive. Uh, maybe a little. Yeah, that's why I was like, why does it matter? Yeah, why does it matter? Her sister work. Like, what is that? Yeah, that you seems know? strange. I never. Well, I didn't get one of those questionnaires. No, and it's it's weird because it's the same teachers last year, so I don't know why they would need hmm. updated information. But one of the questions was, uh, is there anything else you'd like us to know about Sage? And I wrote, she insisted on purchasing a black trench coat for school this year. <sighs> Now, is that in poor taste to write that joke? I, I don't. Is that a joke? Because I, I, I know he, I know he laughed, but I'm not. I don't get it. Then well, Columbine, they wore the black trench coats. Oh, they oh, oh. The trench coat mafia. I think it's a little. Re- I think it's this many years later. I th- I don't know if anybody's going to get that joke. Young I mean, teacher too. Young teacher. I, mean, I do find that like fewer and fewer people get my jokes. Like my references, they're like all right, whatever. And, and I think it's even less likely she may have gotten the joke than if she's a young teacher. But she's a teacher. She has to know the history of school shootings, right? I don't, like know, she, I don't know if that's part of the curriculum. That's a pretty fucking famous one. I mean, that's like the granddaddy, right? Of, black, black jackets have kind of fallen out of favor for these people, though, haven't they? I don't remember the last one there was referring no, to. What, like what a, are they wearing now? Some sort of gender-fluid fucking bullshit? I thought it was pajama <laughs> bottoms and slippers. Yeah, right? Oh, my God. They are. They're terrorizing me when I'm trying to eat a breakfast or something. Man. I ran into one of those when we were at our rest stop. So did, did you write that? Yeah. Does that seem like not a good joke to write to a teacher? <laughs> I, 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 for, I would be shocked if they even got it, to be honest with you. Did they even get the joke? Did they even know. question it? Nobody, Nobody even said anything said about anything. it? No. Yeah, probably like right over to everybody's heads and you're like going, you're waiting for, <laughs> waiting by the phone, like knee slapping, telling Mary Beth, like, oh, this you're is like, going to be great when I finally I'll, call. I'll put her on speaker. I'll put her on speaker. <laughs> I want to catch this. No, don't answer the phone. You don't, if, it's not her, if it's not the school, hang up. Well, I, what I the fuck do you I want, want, Pam? I'm waiting for a call. <laughs> I made a great joke. <laughs> I think you may be waiting there for a while because I, I don't, yeah, I don't know if anybody's going to get that joke or, or even like, they may think that like, you know, she's, she wants it compliments on her on this jacket that she bought because mm-hmm. you know I mean I, I don't think immediately everybody's going to uh, leap towards uh, the Columbine reference to that to that joke. So what you're saying is it needs a PS. <laughs> yeah, what, you're, what I'm saying is yeah, maybe for need, sake of clarity, <laughs> if you're going to tell the, those edgy jokes that you want to tell, um, <laughs> you may want to uh, get into the 2018 uh, or le- or 2017 at at, at best. Right. Right. Uh, references because 90, 1995 ones or even was that ninety five? It was like ninety eight, I think. No, I think it was after. I think it was before Columbine was, I believe, in ninety. No, no way it was out of four ninety five. No way, not that ninety six. You looking it up, Joff? Ninety seven. Joff's on it. Uh, I was working at the community center because I remember where I was when I got the news. It was in Fun Time America. Oh yeah, April twentieth, nineteen ninety nine. Nineteen ninety nine. So wow. you were, that was the very tail end of it. Yeah, when I was working, uh, yeah. yeah. 
I remember they coming. Don't me about mass shootings, man. I'm usually within a year or so of the. Uh, oh yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. Skill. How foolish of me. That's your wheelhouse. Ninety four. <laughs> this guy. I'll tell you. And by the way, flat feet are not are are now allowed in the military. That's really check. Yeah. You just check. Yeah, I mean, if they're if they're like, you know what, gays, you want to fight, do it. I I seriously doubt they're like, well, flat feet. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I wonder why it was. I mean, maybe it was the boots. They didn't have the proper footwear for these people, and they didn't want to. Yeah, like now we got to invest in fucking orthotics and shit. Like, for I can't These imagine more trouble than they're, they're going to get shot right away. <laughs> I can't imagine why that they were just like no flat feet because it never really hampered me in anything I want to do. Nah. I can't think of anything that I like. I mean, well, walk around in sandals. You don't normally do that. Well, that's because my toes look look like gnarly. They look like something out of a. Out of a fucking that uh, who's that Dario Argento fucking film? Oh yeah, yeah it's H. more scary. It's more scary than. Uh, it looks like her talons digging into the meat of a seventeen-year-old boy. <laughs> I, I, remember, I don't know if I ever told this on the pod. Um, and when I was working at the community center, there was a group of um, kids, and it was one of the very few times that I ever uh, went to a pool in Freehold for some reason, and I had my shoes off. And there was a bunch of kids that could not stop fucking ragging on me about my toes because it, it looked like I had kicked this, like I kicked a wall, like like <laughs> a, a thousand times and never let my foot heal because my toes are just like you know they're they're gross and um, yeah I was the subject of much come here children ridicule on the bus ride home <laughs> Uncle Walton with his sandals <laughs> <laughs> yeah no open toe shoes for me. My wife is like you. You know, I know that it's not the best look to have socks on during intimate times, but but she's like, keep those socks on if if you want if you're coming to bed with with that look in your eye. Right. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You should just set socks tattooed onto your feet. (laughs) Yeah, they're pretty. They're pretty. uh, They're they're a sight. I'll just say that. You um you said oh wait let me let me ask you this first this is uh, from the school now these are the kind of things that like I read this like they send me this email to school I read this and there are times when I'm like am I in the real world like is this real like I can't tell if I'm in the real world or not like have I like have I lost my mind and this is what it feels like probably okay because. This is about, I wonder that too, but not about me. This is about. <laughs> also wondering about me. Uh, the um, the following absence reasons are excused absences and do not count toward loss of credit or retention. Okay, uh, take your child to work day. Uh, oh, you're allowed to go through. I don't think you. You. I mean. Hey. I don't know. Is hey. Tell him Steve Dave like recording a podcast. Really, you like work? Uh, would you would you would you quote would that fall under the category of quote unquote work? Unless I want to call myself unemployed, then yes. <laughs> uh, the other thing would be uh, you can go to uh, colleges up to three a year. That's only for eleventh and twelfth grade students, right? Or observance of religious holidays. All right. Okay. All other absence reasons, including medical absences are unexcused. So Without you, a note? No. Even if you have a note, it doesn't matter anymore. So if you want to stay home, hang out with your imaginary buddy in the sky, that's excused. If you're legitimately sick, like Sage gets sinus infection, sometimes she's out for two or three days at a time, that is not excused, even with a doctor's note, even with a doctor's visit. What fucking crazy-ass world are we living in 
where a religious holiday is excused, but a kid who is legitimately sick is not. And you could stay back if you're too sick. Mm, yeah, that seems like if you don't have a, I thought a doctor's note would definitely get you an excused note. Used to be the way. Not Wonder anymore. why? I guess people were abusing it though. They wouldn't do this if they weren't if they weren't getting this. Didn't come down from the the board uh, of education. It, it came down from the state. The, the state, state. The state, I guess, are sticklers for shit. Uh, but I mean, what is any government though? A bunch of fuck ups that are like, hey man, th- uh, let's just make this rule. This sounds like a good rule. Who's not going to get mad at us? Oh, we we can't have the Jews mad at us. We can't have the Catholics mad at us. Can't have the Muslims mad at us. You know who we can have mad at us? Parents whose fucking kids are just sick, right? Because parents whose kids are just, like kids that are just sick, they're not a protected group. Nobody's going to be like, oh, you're anti fucking sick kid because you're I, not. I I think again, you're you're creating a, a scenario that a conversation that never existed. Uh, Nobody uh, had that conversation. There's no way. There's no way. No, probably not. Probably not because they're not a corporation that's looking for approval. But what fucking reason could there be? That you're like, I don't care if your kid's sick. It's not excused. However, if some bullshit happened a million years ago, allegedly, and you want to fucking sit home and and you know they're not fucking really, you, you know it's not. You don't know that. I do. Don't make you, you these generalizations about what people are doing or not know. doing. We all know. But is is there any real um, fear that like she's going to miss enough days where she stays back? Last year she almost did. She almost stayed back. No, not that she almost stayed back, but she, like two more days, and she, it would have been troublesome. There's no summer school. No, she goes to summer school anyway. But I don't think there's like, special then? needs summer school. Yeah, I, they weren't that like casual about it with me though. Like when they told me, they're like, "Hey, two more days," and then the state gets involved. Like maybe something's going on at home, and, and it doesn't matter if you have the fucking doctor's notes because I have doctor's notes for every single day except when I took her to Florida, which was like four days. Well. That was you shouldn't have took her to Florida if she's sickly though. You should have been like, you know what, you're too sickly, can't take a chance. And these extra four days could really come back to she's bite not us. Fucking tiny Tim year round. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> here's why we're not going to. Di- Remember how I said we were going to go to Disney? Well, here's why. Well, like, well I'm sorry, I but you, you knew thought. that you're if you're on the cusp but of staying in, back. It was January when we went, so like the rest of the year, I didn't know if she's going to get sick again or not. It wasn't like it was right on the bubble, and I'm like, fuck it, let's go. I know. I you know my wife's I, a teacher. I would have done that anyway. She'd have no sympathy for you. She'd be like, you know what? These I'm not not for you, but I'm not saying no sense. But she's like, she'd be like, those are the rules. She never takes off, even when she's sick. Well, that's good because that's what you want—a bunch of sick people running around <laughs> a school getting other people sick. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. Uh, I, I thought that was kind of weird. Yeah, and uh, you know, uh, I don't. <clears throat> his wife is a teacher in Connecticut, and I believe when you say have, he, you mean your friend Rob. Over Rob here. over here. Sorry, <laughs> apologies. Um, that uh, if you run a fever, you're not supposed to bring your kid to school the next day because of you know, the possibility of just passing it throughout the school. So it does seem a little ridiculous. Yeah, I've had her sent home for that same reason that they're like, yeah, she's. Got oh, what about if you do that? Well, if you bring her to school, mm-hmm. and then she gets, and then she goes to the nurse and says, "Okay, we'll send her home." Why is everything in my life a fucking workaround? <laughs> Why can't people just be rational and reasonable? As, and as opposed to being like, "Hey, I don't give a fuck how sick they are; it doesn't matter." But like, would that like, work though? Instead of might, well, why do I got to get the kid up every day and be like, I know you feel like shit, but the fucking <laughs> state says that it, unless you're going to praise God today, you got to fucking go to school. It doesn't matter how sick you are. I don't know why you blame, you're, you're blaming God for for it says religious holidays, right? But right they like, but don't don't bring God into it. It has nothing to do with this. But with that's this excused. Rule. No, it does. It does. It has everything to do with it. How can I? How can I not look at that and say like, well, that's fucking crazy. That if you're going to stay home for a religious holiday, well, that's cool. But you if know you're what? legitimately sick, why don't you join the board? 
You know you have to pay to join the PTA these days? When the fuck did that happen? You got $15. Enough, you got enough money. What? You got enough, <laughs> you got enough money to join the board. You got enough to fucking say. You could, you could hold court up there. A fucking, you could get up there on the podium and deliver all the things that you hate, all the things that you think are wrong, how everybody's wrong but Brian Johnson. Right. Uh, and, then, and then you decide or, or make decisions up there, and that'll be meaningful. What if they bring up my dark history of awesome jokes that I said to the teacher? <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I mean, but instead of like, you know, you can make real legitimate change. I could. Wait, and now I got to take on the state. Well, that's what... You can't win against the government. They're a bunch of shit heels. There's been Nobody knows what the fuck they're doing. They can make, everybody, I, everybody thinks they would know what to do once they got in, though. Here's what I do. I, th- I, I can see a touchstone movie. Uh, based upon your, uh, your the way you change things in in New Jersey, didn't the kid from the Mighty Ducks die recently? That was a Touchstone movie, right? That, that <laughs> I think the goalie or something from the Mighty Ducks died. I don't know drug overdose. You know, like Mighty Ducks. No, that was garbage. Fucking hockey. That way, yeah, but it was a poor, it was a bad representation of hockey. Yeah. It was everything hockey wasn't supposed to be, which is funny. So why don't you just <laughs> why don't you just uh, take her to work every time she gets sick? Well, what would take her to work day is actually just oh, a specific day. selected That's days. Day yeah, you can't just be like she's at work. There's like there's two specific days <laughs> in the calendar year. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. no, she's literally at work. I don't feel like <laughs> I love that. I love that you put it in quotes too, because you know it's not work. <laughs> <laughs> if it's the only thing I do. My only source of income. But I, it's so funny he put it in. He put it in air quotes. Who dropped it? Yeah. Well, I'm over here looking up, looking up the, the mighty ducks kid. Turned your back on him. Uh, uh, Sean Weiss checks into rehab after his shocking drug arrest. Okay, it's not that he died; it's that he looks like that after. What was that mighty ducks like late eighties? Ooh, 80s? that was yeah, that was uh, the definitely early nineties. I would think, uh, if not late eighties, yeah, that's a fall from Greece. That looks yeah, like Grace. it could be his dad, right? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, meth. That's, that's there's, rough. There's no way that's not meth. Hey, yeah, let's talk about the good parts of having cancer, which are the drugs they must give you. Oh, Anything God. great so far? No, no. I, what? No, yeah, it's. Uh, I'm on a trial drug. Which has actually been working and keeping the cancer remission. That's why I've been able to stay out of the hospital. Because if it didn't, I'd have to go in and start the six cycles of chemotherapy again before I get the radiation therapy. And then it's just a, such a wonderful road to travel. But so nothing, 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 nothing as far as painkillers are concerned. Which, by the way, I was concerned about right, my, Tom, my joke. <laughs> Uh, wow, so nothing good. No weed? No uh, no medicinal weed in I haven't been sick. That's the problem. I just got to start throwing up really how, bad. So are you – so uh, um, a day – how do you feel right now? I, I feel honestly pretty good. Really? Yeah. yeah you I'm don't good. feel like, like under the weather at all? You just feel just – I If I have anything, it's still – I'm still kind of going through the problems that my first bout with chemotherapy created, which is – uh, muscle atrophy. I can't really run. Um, it's just uh, a lot of things that you take for granted. You end up with like foot drop because you're constantly laying down. And next thing you know, your Achilles tendons are tightening up and your calf muscles are tightening up. Like it feels so, like cramping. It's like literally this, they're, they're shortening is basically what's happening because you're laying down so much and your feet obviously flop down when you're, when you're laying. And the next thing you know, I'm, I'm having a hard time walking. I have to go to a physical therapist and and work on my balance again because I fall over because I can't feel my feet. Um, it's it's not great. 
So right now, though, are you walking around mm-hmm. right now and everything's good? <clears throat> yeah. I mean, it's it's there's times where it gets kind of painful. Like my feet don't feel great right now. They just have a tendency to feel like they're kind of on fire. And that's supposedly the sensation coming back to my feet, oh, which wow. is obviously a good thing, but it doesn't feel good. Your feet used to feel like they're on fire all the time? Well, they feel like they're on fire now in general. They didn't before. They were fine. You know, get cold, get hot, whatever. But now right. it feels like, I guess, because the sensation is slowly making its way back. Uh, and it's going to just go away again as soon as I go into the hospital. So. Right. Kind of so you have to you have to go back in the hospital in early October, you say? Uh, the 25th, I go in for actually radiation, start the radiation. Of September. And then October 12th, I go back in for, uh, I assume, more radiation as well as the beginning of stem cell replacement. And this time, it's not my own. It's somebody else's. All right. Stem cells. The, mm-hmm. the thing the religious freaks didn't want to, like yeah. George Bush was against. Right. Fucking asshole. Morons. Right. Though all mine are collected from adults, so I guess it's the babies. He was after the baby ones. Collected from. You could harvest a live infant for stem cells. Like if I had cancer, I wouldn't even care. I'd be like, you need to chop up a live baby, get his stem cells out of him, and put them in me. If they asked you to do let's, it, let's do it. Let's do it. Thank you. I I have tons of memories and shit. People are always so concerned when babies die, right? But it's like, what the fuck? What about me? I got a family. I got people who like me. I got jokes to tell. Yeah, but, but you, that you, baby, you that had, baby you, hasn't proven itself. But yet. you had your chance, and you and you. I fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you had your chance on this. Turn me in the stem cells you, pretty soon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, that kind of shit drives me crazy. Because really, that what is that? That like the, it's the same as the fucking attendance policy. Right. Science versus 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 bl- religion. Belief. God. Yeah. yeah. So it's like no, we don't think you should. Use stem cells, but, but, but we are using. About, but we are using stem cells, right? right yeah, they, they fought against it. And, uh, George Bush, like, didn't he veto something about it? He way tried. Back he when? tried to get rid of it on multiple occasions. Though my understanding was it more it was infant stem cells because they're like in this stage where they haven't even begun to really develop in the child. Mine, I have to, you know, go searching through a wide of people. Take I'm not following, of, uh, though. The umbilical cord, don't they? It's not like they fucking harvest them out of kids. No, I don't. I, that was my understanding, too, though. Then what would be the I argument? I don't understand. Well, why are, why are people against it, though? It has something to do with fucking creating life or blah, blah, blah. Because I can't remember the exact argument. It was so long ago. But I remember thinking, like, fucking people's oh. morality and beliefs being fucking imposed on everyone else, whether it's stem cells or what you say or any number of things, drugs, is like, what the fuck, man? Come on. Like, because you believe a certain thing doesn't mean I got to fucking believe it, but man, you better. Right. Get well, upset. this day and age, yeah. Get upset otherwise. Well, I don't, but I still don't understand it, though. Why would people be upset if, and, and they said, no babies? They didn't want them taken from babies. How do you, but like from a, a live baby? I, I mean, I not not that it's like they take the baby and they're like, give us your stem cells. I think when the baby's born, they can take stem cells from the umbilical cord, that kind of thing. And store them for, in case the baby gets sick? Yeah, or, or give them. Or anybody people. that needs them. Kind of like blood. Like what's the difference between right, that so and taking blood? I don't get the difference. I don't understand though. Why were people against that though? What did they think was going to, what, what, how did they think that science was going to abuse it? Because that must've been what they thought they were going to get a, Abused. Abused. <clears throat> uh, I guess it were uh, embryonic stem cell reach, search, and ethical dilemma. I mean, this is a Harvard paper, so I don't really fucking yeah. think people wanted me to read this right now. Um, I, I just remember it being a big thing, and it, and it was religious yeah, people. Yeah, I, heard, I remember hearing fucking, it too, but I, again, you know, it's that situation where 
it's shitty to say, but like if it doesn't really, if it, since I'm not, it's not, it can really have anything to do with me. I'm not, it's not vital to me. So it's like, it's kind of like over my head. It's your I'm not really too. thinking about it. I don't know why the argument is so passionate for both sides. But you don't know if you need, like you, right, you right. I know, I know now, you know? now that you know somebody, then you're like, oh my God, yeah, it makes perfect sense. Why would anybody be against this? But if you don't have, um, if you're not going through it and you're not really, you know, and you're involved with your own life, you don't really know what the argument is against it. I wonder why they were so passionately against it though. Uh, I don't know. I think it had to do with like science versus life. Like the same as cloning kind of thing. If, if I remember correctly, that was the basis of their argument that they didn't want it to be used later on for more purposes than they were to clone the people. Maybe they think that so that create life or whatever. <clears throat> Most like stem, the sheep stem cells are basically like the building block for everything. As far as like your white blood cells, red blood cells. I'm sure this is thrilling. Oh no. Platelets and so forth. So like when, like for me, I went in, they removed, they like basically catheterized my neck, took out my own stem cells. They put it through a centrifuge. They put in a preservative and they freeze it. And then, however, like a week and a half later, two weeks later, I'm going in there, putting them back in. The idea is that they go back into your marrow. And what they do is they just, they're like the building block of life. They'll start creating platelets and they'll start doing neutrophil and they'll start creating white and red blood cells so that you can start fending off disease and, and so forth. Like that's my big thing right now is I have to be like, you know, like John Travolta and the boy in the bubble to some extent because. Oh, you can't be around. You don't want to be around somebody who's not feeling good. Yeah. Pill, the pills I take are, you know, are, are doing a great job, but they also like, you know, shoot all my, my counts to shit. So next thing you know, I could get a cold that will basically the rule of thumb is if I get a hundred point four temperature, I have to go into the hospital because they've got to figure out what the problem is because it could get complicated. Isn't that everyone who has 104 fever? That's no, 100. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it's not much higher. Um, have you gotten sick, like a, like a, like a common cold, since this has happened? Yeah, you got to maintain the – Walt's been going uh, off stage with the mic. Because when you hold it away from your mouth, the, the volume dips in and out. I don't think I moved it, though. Yeah, you d- definitely did. Oh. Um, since the diagnosis, have you gotten a, like, like a common cold? I got one cold, and it lasted a long time. I didn't pop off with like a, a huge temperature, thankfully, so I didn't end up in the hospital. But coincidentally, I got – I mean, it's been a, one hell of a year. I got uh, appendicitis, went into the hospital, and that's where I got my cold. Was it uh, connected to what's going on or just totally something that unrelated? Uh, with the appendicitis? Yeah. Or the, yeah, as far as we know, it's just completely unrelated. Though it's, you know, the appendix is part of your immune system. It's tied to your immune system, so it, it could, definitely. Mm. <clears throat> I guess they don't, like, from what this, the Harvard Gazette is saying, they don't like that. They're taking cells from embryos after they become, you know, after conception and it becomes, I guess at conception, it becomes life. The conservative Christian view is that human life is created at conception, contrasted with the view of amongst Jews that an embryo doesn't become human until 40 days after conception. Hey, some of us don't become human even 50 years after conception. A similar Muslim view that human life begins when the soul enters the developing baby, sometimes between 40 days and 120 days after conception. So three different religious groups are like, here's what we think. None of it based on anything except a bunch of old bullshit. And therefore, you shouldn't do any stem cell research. And I don't think that's the common religious view. But uh, but they but that's anymore. kind of gone by the wayside. They are 
heavily working with stem cell research still? Yeah. Science? Well, like I said, for mine, it's it's different situation because I uh, have to go into like basically, I guess, um, blood donors and people will volunteer to become stem cell donors. So the first time they took out my stem cells, they put them back in. I got really sick. I had some sort of a weird graft versus host response. It's um, rest development <sighs> reference. Was, was that true? Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I, in the, the loosest sense, I mean, yes. Um, the uh, so you, next thing you know, you're you're having like I'm got word salad. I'm not making sense. The only thing I know is that I wasn't making sense, which made me think like, okay, I'm not that bad because in my head I know what I'm thinking, but what's coming out of my mouth is not right. It just wasn't good. And now the difference is I have to get it from a hundred percent match. And then go back and do everything again. And my immediate thought was like, I didn't do very well with my own. How the hell am I going to do with somebody else's? But they, you know, claim that that will play no part in it. And the fact that I had well, a how long did that last? Where you were, where you were talking? I was in a, when that picture was taken. Uh, that was my thirty second day in the hospital. This oh, next one, st- oh, so you, so you got to stay the whole time. They won't let me leave. And in the case of my, I had to wait until my counts basically came up to you know, a decent level, this new one, which is like, it's, you know, it's got so many inherent problems with it anyway, but this new one is, is going to be, I don't leave until I'm 100% somebody else's stem cells, which seems kind of ridiculous. So a hundred percent of your stems will be gone after the, after the radiation, somebody else's in there. Right. After the radiation, you don't know the person. No. Is it more than one person or is it just one just person? One, one guy that I, that's all I know. Is, it's a guy. Is, is this guy still walking around? I have no idea. You know, they won't, they won't even tell you, huh? Because mm. would you want to know? See, now I'm, I'm having a joke in my head that you would say that I probably shouldn't. <laughs> uh, no, no. No, I mean, do I care? No. I, if it saves my life, the, the problem is like it's the, Well, the way it looks, you would expect them to be like as long as it ain't a black or a yeah, Jew. Well, that's, that's exactly what I was <laughs> going to do. I didn't want to edit. <laughs> I don't, I'm not going to edit that. You <laughs> <laughs> <I> should. <laughs> Well, I, but like, I mean, I would see, I, I would, <laughs> I would think you'd be like, you know, I'd love to look up this guy and, and you know, and thank him. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, especially if it works out right? because getting it and even getting to a hundred percent is not me out of the woods. Unfortunately, it's still, I, I learned that, uh, the T cells, the reason why it works great is it will recognize the cancer no matter what and obliterate the cancer. Problem is the T cells will then go on to see your T cells as something foreign and start attacking your body. So you're. Mm. organs or your uh, it, one case I heard I forget the name of it was a one for skin and literally my skin will get tight and tough to the point where I won't be able to bend my arms and it's a permanent problem though they're you know quick to tell me like oh there's medications that you can take but you know like how much can they really do it's just you know that's the roll of the dice and everyone's like oh he's like oh, how are you keeping up with this stuff it's like there's nothing this is the first time in my life where I'm not worried about anything because there's just absolutely no reason for it. I don't know what's going to happen. Nobody knows what's going to happen. One person goes in and it's, you know, lights out in a day. Another person lives the rest of their life. I just got to hope for the best. Mm-hmm. Did I don't want to bring um, this down so much. <laughs> no, when, when you, when you found out when they're like, Hey, here's a deal. After that, did you start living life differently? Cause you said this, like coming to the show and watching, I don't think you expected to sit in no. and carry the show actually. Uh, no. I told you. I told you. We need three, three yeah. men. Mm-hmm. It's just the voice, if any, if anything. Yeah. If he was all squeaky, like probably wouldn't take him as seriously. Like, they wouldn't be sympathetic. His- <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> no, you're not, you're not a get him fan. You used to shit on yourself for your laugh, and I find your laugh. Like, I don't like necessarily find it con- consoling like Brian does, but I find your laugh causes me to laugh because. 
the best parts of you guys is when you're going at each other like tooth and nail, and I just sit there and I just. <laughs> one of my favorite episodes is the one the uh, for the uh, what was the place you guys performed at in L.A. and you did the podcast for it. Oh, the the grammar? Uh, no. Uh, oh, it was the, um, uh, the was, uh, bought place. tickets. You got you know. Uh, yeah, uh, the, the comedy, laugh house, uh, the Laugh Factory. All I know is that when you was guys went into your your conversation about like you getting pissed and walking out of the room and him, I just like when you guys go at each other, there is nothing funnier. And that's one of the reasons why I always say, just do whatever the hell comes to you and stop worrying about people that are bitching about the dumbest shit. Yeah. What's your feelings on get him? <laughs> I, don't, I don't have Fuck to work with them. So I, that's was it, like, do you see too much or, or not enough or just write them out? I, again, I feel like um, that, that Whatever. You could, yeah, no, no. I mean, literally, I've seen him come on, and he has nothing. And then there's other times he comes, <laughs> he comes on, and he gives you guys so much fodder to to work with that it's like, holy shit, that was amazing. Just because he just flaps his gums and says, literally. I, I, you know, I was telling Brian before the sh- the, the record that uh, I was listening to. I'm a little bit behind. I was listening to the one where you guys were presenting your MJ and all the different. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah. In which it's. Tr- Absolutely fucking hilarious for one, but two, listening to him and him having knives like stashed throughout his fucking apartment. Like a he knife in his me the other day. He yeah, had a he brought him. Yeah, he brought him. I was like, I thought you were saying he'd start, stash one at the stash. I'm like, holy shit. And Walt knows. But I mean, that I, I literally just was like, I cannot believe this guy. It's, and it's that kind of shit. <laughs> or the stories about his you know, childhood and, and Christmases that you guys went on. You know, they, he just gives you something to run with. And nine times out of ten, it's usually fantastic. Yeah, so. he's, a, he's an oddity. I, I see why people to would find least. him like irritating at times. Even when we're recording, sometimes he interjects too much. I'm like, all right, all right enough. Right. But for the most part, I do feel like he's kind of a gold mine. He, he gives oh. unintentionally gives. The only so thing much. I hate is the. <laughs> <laughs> he can't help it though. That's but like he, my laugh. He though. Does like, it, but he doesn't. He can't constantly. help it. What do you expect him to lose 150 pounds? Yeah. <laughs> I was listening to that. That you know, like how like basically you guys encouraged him to get fat and stuff. And I'm just <laughs> laughing, and he just sits there, and it's just like, what are you supposed to say to that? It's amazing. What it's I found though, what what also like he I found him to be. Um, Lately, he's on a roll with like like <laughs> on stuff. Not on Tom, Steve, Dave. I'm talking about on a roll oh, in, in real in life. Store. Like he's um, helpful. He's he's um, quick to find out how something works and and figure it out to to, to my benefit. He's been like he's been on a super roll. Um, I thought you meant he lost the ability to walk, and you guys literally have to roll him around <laughs> the fucking store. <laughs> so I, I would have to say he's been like he's been um, you know he's been very good. Um, if that's any consolation to you, he's making Walt's life easier here. Yeah, he has he has yeah. been, and so I, that's why I'm like, yeah. To me, I'm like I don't. And pl- I mean, upcoming Halloween episode. He does. If I, you don't, yeah. If you don't fall in love sacrifice. again with get him. Fall, it has to be the tagline, fall in love again with Gidham, because he's so damn good in it. And he, he's he's so willing to just be like, if we're like, hey, would you do this? Yes. He's sassy. He's so great. And aesthetically, and you won't believe that a man has so little shame. <laughs> it is 100% him. What do you mean? When he's on, the, like the get him, oh, yeah, we, yeah, we yeah, get yeah. him is the get him that he is. When yeah, yeah. When, when, the, when there's no mics on, yeah. I mean, I think it's even, it's I think even, worse. Even, it's even worse because I, I, I think I'm more – I'm more prone to like leash, to le- to leash out at him, and, and and because he's because at times he can be frustrating, um, yeah. but uh, you know, like I said, he he has been uh, very 
very, very good lately for a long time. So we, you know, he's kind of the puppy you take to the definitely, house. yeah, yeah. That definitely. used to be more Jeff more. too. I love. I mean, like I said, Frank Five to Sunday Jeff to you know Dave Windorf. Uh, like I said. You guys always manage to extract something out of it. That's why when I see these, like, like the post that guy did earlier today, I was just like, I, I just, I don't get it. If you don't like it, then why the fuck are you listening to it kind of thing? Do you, um, now when you're in a, in a long stay at the hospital, what do you do to uh, pass the time? Oh, I, last Watch time. Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. <laughs> um well, last time I brought in, uh, I had a little 32-inch television, brought in my PS4, brought okay. in, uh, you know, I'll bring in, I listen to a lot of Tell Him Steve Dave again, because like a lot of people, I'll start, go back to the beginning again and start listening. Cool. Yeah. Uh, Fall in love with Get Him All Over. <laughs> all over yeah. And every time that, like, that, that first episode that he shows up, it's always like, oh, here it goes. <laughs> it's, it's, so it begins. No one will be the same. You said that uh, this was on your bucket list. Did you add other things? Like, did you start living differently? Because a lot of people are like, no, I'm going to really seize the day. No, because like I said, I'm still that, that guy that has a hard time getting out. Um, so I've spent a lot of time inside. I've been you know, morbidly going through my stuff and seeing like what I should just throw away so that my parents don't have to deal with if something happens. Um but uh, the only thing I really want to do is go tell to- Steve Dave stuff. You're not gonna throw that. No, away. no, no. <laughs> and boy, I I thought I was like so into it, and then I see some of these people that tweet like these walls and and, and oh, just yeah. like holy you got, shit. You ever, you ever see a, a, a smart fan? Yes, smart fans like he's the curator of the uh, Tell Steve the, the Dave Museum. museum. Yeah, yeah. So I, I like to give him stuff because I'm just like I know he'll put it somewhere safe and like I mean. I, I think he, if there was a house fire, I, I don't think he'd save anything but his Tom Steve <laughs> right, Dave Tom merch. Right? His mom's like, what's smart fan? <laughs> save me. <laughs> his mom? Yeah. I don't think he lives with his mom. I think he's married. Oh, is he? No, I know oh. he's married. Yeah, he met his wife. What are his wife <laughs> I thought he was a young guy. I thought he was like 18 or something. No, he's uh, he's not 18. He's, I don't know. He's, he's, he's younger than us, definitely. Yeah. yeah but he's he's hardcore. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, he's hardcore. I, like I said, I, I believe that like – faced with like his uh let's say his like his wife's uh, birth certificate and his birth certificate like stuff you really need he might be torn between grabbing his vinyl casts <laughs> and and the and the papers they may need to start the, to yeah, start to, their lives to prove again. their identities yeah. <laughs> they get their licenses and their that's that's hardcore yeah yeah, I, I thought I was I was in the ballpark, but I'm uh, yeah, nowhere are. nowhere near. Now you got now you got you got your one up on Smod Fan now. Oh, you're on Tom's here. Dave. Yeah, so that I can now be the guy that everyone says, "Oh my god, that guy's so annoying and boring and <laughs> shit like that." It'll happen. Oh, yeah. I know. I yeah. know. Yeah, no one's uh, <laughs> no one's no immune. one. Well, I don't know. I I feel like I've been on I've been on a roll. For a couple of years, I'm pretty much immune to criticism. Yeah, clearly, you haven't been on Reddit. <laughs> it's, it's still potato chip rye and oh, Teflon Waltz now. Yeah, oh, I, yeah, I mean, I, 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 you'd be hard pressed, I think, to find some uh, some criticism. I, I, I'm not saying it's un, not. I wouldn't be deserved of it. I mean, but. He brings I, I still like you're, you're invited people to press. <laughs> go on Twitter, like what don't you like about Walt's? Bullshit? I still, I, you know, maybe I'll take it on the 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 laugh. I uh, I get it. Um, that can definitely be. Uh, I can't stand it either because I've been editing um, the Sunday Jeff show. Mm-hmm. It drives me nuts. <laughs> it drives me nuts. I'm just like, please remind me not to laugh to suppress a laugh. I totally do not do that. Here. Please do not. I do cannot that. stand it. Oh. oh my god, it's like so fucking contagious. <laughs> and like when like uh, the like you know uh, 
uh, uh, holy, this is the other thing. I have chemo brain, so I forget things sometimes. Uh, when you went to Collingwood. Yes. And like when they, you guys were busting on, uh, Dennis mm-hmm. and he's literally rolling on the floor and you can tell cause it's so far away from the mic, but you're just laughing so hard. And like we broke Walt and every single time I still hear that shit or like, you know, uh, why fat, you know, like these things that I've heard, listen to the episodes many times. And every single time it just has me cracking up. Uh, the first time I really got into it was, and I'm not even sure where it falls in the, the timeline, but the uh, the the cloning episode on Smartcast. oh Smartcast, <laughs> holy shit, dude! I just like to create your own, you know, friend or brother or whatever. I just I I, I listen to that thing so many times it's just because it cracks me up, and that's ultimately why I was like, I, why am I not listening, you know, to uh, to tell him, Steve, Dave? Sorry, I was no, no. Yeah, we'll we need that. Yeah, we need that <laughs> yeah. shit. You see how you, yeah. you see how we well, how we take it on the chin <laughs> out there online. You yeah. see how uh, how I'll harsh some of these people I'll bring are. Bring voice. I'll bring Rob. I got Rob into listening to it too. So oh yeah, yeah. oh good. Uh, did you add anything else to your bucket list? And did you have one prior to? No, definitely not. I don't think I, you know. I you know I don't know why, and maybe this is why I don't like appear to be worried but i just don't think it's the end i i, I hope it's not for sure but I, I just i don't know why but i just don't think this is it so um but uh travel was really the one thing because i've never left the united states not even to canada um so uh but that's out of the question because getting on a plane these days is just like you know somebody with a compromised immune system is just looking to get something that's going to Kill them. Some kind of like, avian bird flu. Or yeah, whatever. I mean, like, you know, like all these, like, uh, like Ice, oh, what did you know his name? Uh, ice Cube? I want to say Ice Cube, but no, the, the white kid. Vanilla Ice? Vanilla Ice, where he was like, he was on that plane that was quarantined that landed in like Texas or, or Phoenix or something like that. And he's like, you know, filming it. And I'm just like, uh, and this is the reason why my doctors will never let me fly anywhere, not until, you know, I'm bouncing back from the next procedure. Yeah. Any celebrities though that like let's say you were like if they were like hey you want to meet a celebrity Tom who <laughs> <laughs> which Tom your crew to be honest it, it was Gidim and uh, he didn't show up uh, no because I'm not really that way the reason why I wanted to you know I just wanted to come down and just be a part do of you it. have a team oh I'm a, I was born in Chicago so I'm a Chicago everything Bears fan yeah <laughs> see what happened last yes, night I did. oh my god. That was her. That was. I was thinking catastrophic. That, I was like, I, hey, maybe this is the year that they're going to see something happen, and I think they're definitely going to be improved. But anyway, why on earth would they not have like just put brought the house that Rogers couldn't move, and they still and, were and not bringing still, the house? Right. It was just. It was. Uh, it was insane. crazy that like they just were like, okay, we're we'll give him all the time in the world. He can't move. Let's give him all the time in the world. Eventually, he's going to find somebody, and he fucking. But did. There's a reason why he's one of the top played, yeah, yeah. paid players in the in the. Uh, yeah, the football's back, bro. Yeah, I know. I, I couldn't believe they didn't bring the house either. I was like, <laughs> "What are we talking about here? <laughs> what are we waiting on?" <laughs> I'm so happy it's back, man. Sunday nights are so are so awesome with uh, Sunday night football. It's like I get that like jittery feeling. What about Sunday night Ozark? Because that's what I watched on Netflix. Is that good? Uh, I'm rewatching the first season, and I like it a lot. It's really. I've good. heard good things about it, and I love just Jason rather. Yeah, Justine. Uh, uh, and uh, season two just came out. So much good stuff on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. 
I, I was like, I wouldn't know football. If they were like the NFL's over, I wouldn't even know. Yeah, I know. I wouldn't even know. But you like the, you I like, did hear about the male cheerleader, though. Were you excited by that? The New, or- New Orleans uh, Saints have a male cheerleader. Really? Yeah, you want to see him prancing, I mean, marching around or whatever it is they do? While he's looking, what do you think? Yes. What do you think of uh, your quarterback, Trubolinsky? Biscuit. A tri- Trubisky. Trubisky. He looks like he, he's, looks like he's got all the tools, man. Uh, he looks like he could. I, it's, uh, they call him Biscuit. Why do they call him Biscuit? Or Trubisky, I guess. Biscuit. Oh, okay. okay um, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, like I said, what I saw, like, you know, shows that there's some more promise, at least that's a, prior that's, years. That's a pretty damn tough division, man. Green oh, Bay, Chicago, Minnesota. Detroit is not going to be – is not a walkover at home. But they are – with the Bears, they always seem to come up, especially yeah. <laughs> with the Bears. My luck. That's actually – that's my favorite football team, the Lions. The Lions. Yeah, because I years ago I liked a player called Billy Sims, and I never – Stopped rooting for them, even though it was it was some pretty bleak decades between him only, and him and uh, Barry Sanders. You can only worry about uh, being a Browns fan to be in any worse situation. Oh yeah, I mean that's that's got to be uh, as a Cleveland person or something like that. You just got to be well, you know, Cincinnati. At least not we that had LeBron. Away. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Had yeah LeBron. At least we had LeBron for a while. Uh, okay, so. I guess this is the video. He's a 25-year-old guy. His name's Jesse Hernandez. Um, first male cheerleader in the NFL. Now, what is this in response to, Walt, do you think? Is this like this is just the uh, obvious 2018 go-to, like let's be inclusive, so we'll put a dude in here? Well, I think that um, we've we've accepted male cheerleaders in high school and college. Why? <laughs> Yeah, for decades. College, ever since, college, ever since. Sure. Well, they're, they're, a lot of them are gymnasts that like in the off season, I guess. I'm they sure do there's guys are right? gymnasts too. Yeah, but, I'm sure. Um, I believe that um, the NFL. Gym being a male name, right? <laughs> this <laughs> being fucker. Has always, uh, has always um, had cheerleaders. I don't know about always, but you know, for the longest time they've had cheerleaders. And for them to be the only level of, of football that doesn't have a male cheerleader has always been, I thought... Uh, but no professional sports have male cheerleaders. I don't know if a lot of professional sports have cheerleaders, though. Well, basketball still has them. Yeah. Does hockey still have them? Or I know they, Devils used to have the, the Devils dancers. It just never it never really never panned out for, the, for, the, for hockey and the girls who would come out and cl- clean the ice. <laughs> really? Yeah. I know that they dance. I didn't see them clean the ice, though. They well, drove they would, the Zamboni well, they, around? No, they would take a little oh, shovel and, 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 and take shit? the shavings off in, in like a little skimpy gear. Right. What's better than that? Uh, so here he is. Here's Jesse Hernandez. And he's, uh, I mean, he's a pretty good fucking dancer. Look do at you, him go. Do you, is he the, um, the Jackie Robinson of, of uh, cheerleaders, you know, breaking that um, – The boundaries. The boundaries? Uh, no. I'll why? tell you why. Because it's way easier to do this today than for Jackie Robinson to do what he did. Right. Well, I'm not making not, – I'm not saying it's a great analogy, but it's right. it's kind of accurate. Mm-hmm. He's the first. He's the first. Breaking boundaries. And- He's, uh, he broke a boundary, sure. Now, do you – Here's the joke. Anybody <laughs> – I think most football fans – you know, I would say 90, 95, maybe even more could care less about the male cheerleader. I don't really do think. Do you want to hear about the ones who do? Uh, I'm sure there's some who who do, but I mean, most fans are do not care about the cheerleaders. Even even the pretty ones, they're they're just like 
when they come on the screen, it's just in between plays. There's no football mm-hmm. fan that's like, oh, I wish they'd show more cheerleading than plays. Right. Well, here's a couple of things that people had to say. New Orleans Saints just slapped every Muslim and Bible-believing Christian in the face. <laughs> right? It's a sign of moral decay. No, no. How but gay I, can the NFL why? get? Well, but like I said, in, in major colleges, we're talking like Division One. Like colleges have male cheerleaders, and no one cares about that. So why? Because no one cares about that kind of shit. Right? Do people care about college football? <laughs> yes. Do they? More, that you, I, you can argue that people care more about college football than the NFL. Oh yeah, it's that big as. Is it like NBA and college basketball? Like people care about college basketball a lot too. Probably more. Oh, yeah. Like if you really like basketball, you watch college. College football is is a, a zillion dollar. Is there is that a word? Zillion. Sure. A zillion dollar industry. Okay. I don't know if it's that so big, bigger but it's than Apple. Close. <laughs> yeah, bigger than they just turned into a trillion. Uh, there are there is a question that people can answer though. Okay, so you have it's a sign of moral decay. You have, how gay can the NFL get? No. Um, but here's a question that can be answered: What male football fan wants some queer prancing around with the women? A queer football fan. You but, don't want to see the girls. But, if you're a queer football fan, you're like, I want to see the guy. Right, but but for if you're a, a, a that kind of football fan. You have you have what twenty two dudes on the field in really tight pants where you can see every curvature of their manhood. Yeah, really. but maybe they're not right. Into the you can you I can see noticed. Drew. You, you know what Drew Brees is doing and where it's where it's you know what where he's it's thinking about where it's where it falls. <laughs> what side it's hanging on? Yeah, you can see all that stuff. So if you're really into that aspect, I'm not. But if you're really into that, <laughs> you got enough of that. Okay, you can this podcast get? <laughs> you got you got that on display for sixty minutes, and they're 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 tackling each other, they're wrestling, they're they're banging each other. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, they're like bodies banging against each other. It's, it's you're getting your fill. If that's what, if you you know you know, the male cheerleader. Believe me, they're not. Isn't that male chiller just the icing on the cake, though? Because you're like, okay, I watched all that, and maybe you're just like, I'm not sated. Here comes halftime. Oh, Jesse Hernandez, how much, prancing around. How much more? How much more do you need? I mean, these, hey, this has got to. Dude's on fucking <laughs> Tina. <I don't> know. <laughs> how much more do you need? If that's your, if that's your, that's your go-to, right? Um, and you got all. I mean, you're talking. You got Tom Brady. <laughs> you got um, you got Aaron Rodgers. You got, you got, you got all, you got, you got who, who's that Jimmy Garoppolo? <laughs> that dude's a male model. Is he? Yeah. If you're into that, I mean, you got your sh- fair share of like tens uh, prancing around in tight football pants. Believe me, the football, the football cheerleader. Well, maybe the cheerleader seems attainable though. Like, they're like, <laughs> these guys are stars, but maybe I could get the cheerleader. Maybe. Uh, and what is it that like, when I read those comments, I have no dog in this fight at all. But I read those comments and I'm like, good, good. I'm glad there's a fucking gay cheerleader so assholes like this have to fucking deal with it and it ruins their day. Well, I mean, that just shows your your level of, um, you know, misery loves company. Yeah, I want them to be miserable. Yeah. Not like me, though. I'm miserable for other shit. I don't care if somebody's gay or not. Yeah, you can you're... fucking put everybody on the team and all the cheerleaders and the concessionaires and the fucking parking lot attendants. They could all be gay. It wouldn't matter to me. But that a fucking gay cheerleader is going to ruin their day. That their fucking world is that small and fucking petty and pathetic. I love it. I love that their fucking day is ruined now. That they have to catch if the if the Saints are their team anyway, right? If the Saints are their team and you're and you're anti gay like that, that has to be a fucking. Well, tough we, blow. we don't no, even. No, well, has, no has this cheerleader come out? Come out? 
Yeah. Oh, he is? Yeah, they're they're touting him, you know. Oh, they People do tout. Uh, oh, I didn't know he's that. He's the first gay cheerleader. I mean, wait look, a minute, wait like, a minute. He didn't minute. have to tell anyone. <laughs> like, wait he, a minute, though. <laughs> so there, so he's not the first male cheerleader. He's the first openly. Well, he's the first open. Both. He's the first male cheerleader, and he happens to be. Gay. Oh, he's both. Yeah, that is like so a fucking. I mean, what is that's it? Kind like of Jackie Robinson. Right? Double threat. Yeah. Why was Jackie? No, no, Robinson no, 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 no. I'm just saying, no, but like he's what not. He's just got one. My old pants is tight. No, he's just got one thing. Jackie Robinson was just, you know, it was just one thing he was overcoming. This guy is overcoming two things. Yeah, it's like, you're just black. <laughs> I'm a guy and I'm gay. I'm the real Jackie Robinson. <laughs> Tell him, Steve, Dave. Sure, why not? Jeff, Joff, <laughs> thanks for coming. We, we, well, how long are we going? An hour and 26 oh, minutes. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, what more do you want from us? Come that's on. a cueless episode, you know? Cueless episode. You know? You thought Q, what do you, I mean, is Q coming back next week? He is coming back next week. Okay. I had to, uh, they, he wanted me to do a little something for IJ today. Really? I had to, uh, yeah, I had to say no. What, oh, wow. You, you awesome. put Tom Steve Dave in front of IJ, Front huh? burner. Front burner, oh, baby. That's the way I operate. Uh, yeah, Jeff. Uh, yes, thank you. Thank and, you for coming in. Oh, thank you Best very much. Of, you know, hopefully everything works out, obviously, to the supreme, however you need it to go. We're all pulling for you, man. Appreciate it. Yeah. All right. That's it. Uh, fuck the state up with stem cells and gay cheerleaders. Tell them, Steve, Dave, you want to say it? Ooh, no? okay. yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. With that, <clears throat> with that boom and bass voice go deeper. Can you, how deep can you go? Um, I think that's about it. It's pretty deep. Yeah. You want to say it again? <laughs> give him an in, give him an in, give him an in, give him an in. A, a different in. So, uh, so I will say, uh, down with puppies at restaurants <laughs> and up with prancing gay male cheerleaders. Tell them, Steve, Dave. Cutting that shit out. It makes me sound terrible.
Are we floating or drowning? Impossible to tell Cause I'm numb and it hurts like hell This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Sir, only at smodcast.com.